welcome to the Good Morning Mimosa podcast. I am your host, Cheryl Bear. This week's episode is about support in the workplace. It is just you and me today, so feel free to grab your mimosa or your cup of coffee if you are heading out to your daily grind. This episode is based off of a real life experience that me and my family went through over the last couple of months and kind of some positive pointers and takeaways that I'm going to take with me that I thought would be good to share with the Mimosa community. So excited to share my eye-opening and probably one of the greatest blessings in my life with you all. But first, let's jump to our quote of the day. This week's quote is by Amy Poehler, and it's, find a group of people who challenge and inspire you. Spend a lot of time with them, and it will change your life. Jumping into the scenario that we're in, I would like to give you a little bit of background context. So support in the workplace. At the current time, when we as a family suffered a a huge loss, for the context for Mimosa's listening, it may not be necessarily a loss of a family member. It could be a family emergency, whether it's, you know, someone in, in a hospital Um, just an emergency situation that you're dealing with personally and kind of what support in the workplace should look like or what you can do to in fact support a coworker who may be going through a a situation like that. So at the time I I worked a full-time job in addition to being the owner and host of the Good Morning Mimosas podcast. And when loss happens, and you text your supervisor or call them and notify them of a loss, if you are in a position of authority, you're going to want to send your condolences and then tell your staff person, take as much time as you need at minimum. If it's a, if it's a loss of an immediate family member, take the entire week off, maybe even two weeks and tell them, don't worry about a single thing with work. Everyone else will take care of it and handle it. This is important because if you are in a position of authority, you set the tone, not just for how the rest of the staff is going to handle supporting this coworker, but it also sends a very clear message that your staff member is important. Them as a person, as a human being, you're acknowledging their loss and you are giving them the space to grieve that they are going to desperately need. Now, you may be thinking, okay, so uh, they just send a message about condolence and say nothing. Yes. And then as a supervisor, leave that person alone. Leave them alone. Don't ask them a question about work. Don't bother them with the trivial things because several things are going on for that staff member during that time period. You know, they're going to be going through tons of different waves of emotions and grief and depending on their family situation, you know, they may be having to make a lot of decisions and depending on the family, mine was wonderful. And I've got to say, we, we gelled and came together and are more loving and more kind and more supportive to one another having gone through this, but that's not always the case for everyone. 
They may have to be in meetings, deciding services, having to make a lot of decisions that are far more important than anything that is going on in the workplace. And if you're thinking, oh, well, you know, there's a big presentation, if there's a big thing, do not make excuses. The work thing does not matter. The staff member and their loss is all that matters. And the reason why I'm driving home this point, because for supervisors, you may have a big event or a big deadline coming up that's coming down the pipeline that you may be stressing about, but there will always be another big event around the corner. There will always be a deadline. There will always be work that needs to be handled and done, but your staff member will remember your words, your actions, your phone calls, your emails, your text messages, the rest of their life. Because at this point, they're going through something that is in probably one of the hardest and most impacting moments of their lives. They will remember every single thing. So if you're supportive, that staff member will remember it. And trust me, giving them the space and time to grieve When they come back to work, they will move mountains for that supervisor and they will be the hardest worker in the room, the best employee, because you took care of them when they needed it the most. So that is really important for anyone in that supervisor position. Now, what if it's a staff or a coworker? I'd like to dive into that. A coworker of mine had a family emergency come up and without being told or asked, I looked at her calendar and knew she had a couple of meetings that she was supposed to attend. I knew there were a couple deliverables without being prompted. I just stepped up. I went to the meetings. I covered down the best I could. You're going to want to take great notes and make sure that you have everything as well planned out and documented. So when they come back, everything is taken care of to the best of your ability. And the only thing that I was messaging was words of encouragement and support for her as a person, right? And if she asked like, Hey, don't worry about work stuff. It will always be here. And I have you covered beyond a shadow of a doubt. No questions asked. So go that extra mile offer to take notes. Now you may be thinking, I'm swamped and I am overwhelmed at work. How could I help out someone else? This is why it is so important that you you step up and you cover for that person because as hard and as stressful as your life may seem and feel at that point, when there's a family emergency of some kind, trust me, what they are going for and what they are going through is so much worse. So just step up, do the absolute best you can to take care of their work as much or with more attention to detail and more enthusiasm than you would your own, it will mean the world to that coworker who is going through such a difficult time. So do what you can to pitch and cover everything and reinforce the importance of family. When hardship and hard times come uh, in the form of a loss or in form of you know a family emergency, it is a perfect opportunity for an organization, for a work group, a work family to live out the values they like to think they have, or they actually have. It's one thing to say, 
family comes first. We support you, whatever you need, we have your back. And it's another thing if it gets acted out and people do it when the crisis happens. And that tells you one or two things as both the person who is you know, going through that situation as well as the staff members, because sometimes in practice, the timing could be terrible. There could be a massive you know, presentation or a massive a fundraiser or something coming down the pipeline. And if the leadership and the staff, their focus and care is for you as a person and they help support by taking away those burdens and live out that family comes first. Oh my gosh, you are in the perfect place that you are meant to be. If you're in a work environment that says that, and when push comes to shove and you know, you have that family emergency or that loss and their focus is, you know, sending you emails, asking you to do more work, asking you to do more, just constantly like, well, can you send this email? Well, can you make this happen? Well, can you do this? Instead of giving you the space, time and respect you deserve, you need to leave. I know it's hard and you may be thinking, you know, it's easy to just say that. No, the decision has been made for you. You are not making that choice. The organization has made that choice on your behalf through their actions or sometimes lack of actions. And you just need to find a way to professionally exit stage left and go to something else that will live out values that equal your own. The biggest thing is just conveying that it is about that staff member, that coworker, that person. What can I do to support you at this time? That should be the only thing asked of them. And then whatever they say, take it, run with it and do it. Because again, this is something that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. You don't know what meeting they just got out of or what task they just handled. And if you do know, and if, especially if they're one of your hardest workers, if, if, if it's an employee that literally goes above and beyond and is your go-to and will just make sure everything is squared away and get it done, that is even more reason to push them to, hey, don't worry about it. Take two weeks off. Take this whole week off. We aren't going to bother you. You need to be with your family because that employee will honestly push themselves to the actual brink that they have to ensure that everyone's taken care of because that's just how they are and how they function. Those are the ones that you need to be looking out for the most. When it comes to, you know, whether it's PTO or bereavement leave or however, those are small minor details that can be worked out when a staff member returns to work. It does not matter when they're, you know, at a hospital or they're grieving or trying to handle a loss. So if you're in a position that you have, you know, staff members and employees that you have to account for their hours, work it out on the back end because documenting your PTO or your leave, that is a formality. Living out your organization or company's core values is the number one priority and what matters at that time.
Now I'd like to go ahead and shift to some personal notes that I've experienced through this whole period of my life that are important. And I would love to sit down and tell someone, should they ever find themselves in a similar situation? All the tidbits that I previously mentioned about, you know, how supervisors should handle things and how coworkers should handle things is what at a base minimum should happen. I'd like to think that your company would also, you know, send flowers um, to the service or maybe even a card just saying that they think of you. But if those things do not happen, you as an individual, you'll go through an additional series of emotions besides the natural grief you're going to go through for the loss or current stress of your family emergency. I don't have a better way of putting it, but you'll just be, you'll have these moments where you will be filled with rage. Um, You will wake up with tears running down your face. And at that point, you will realize that no matter what words can be said to recover, if the baseline treatment isn't provided for you, you aren't given the time to grieve, people aren't asking what they can do on your behalf, and instead you're being pushed to do more. I expect more. We expect this. You need to do this. You need to work, whatever it is. You will have this moment. You cannot recover from it. There are no words that can be said that can repair the damage that has been done um, between you and whoever it is, (laughs) you know, your, your, your boss, your coworker, your organization, your business, like whatever the, the situation may be. Because that moment of selfishness that management dished out or it will be downplayed and understood as acceptable, where for you, you'll remember every word, text, email, and side comment and how they cared, quote unquote, for the rest of your life. That time period is one that you will remember forever. And you have three choices, mimosas. You can change the situation. You can accept the situation or you can leave it. And depending on your situation, other variables, your, you know, your home setup situation, your finances, what direction you need to go with. Well, I talked about the deep and heavy, but now I want to tell you why this time period um, and experiences of support in the workplace or lack thereof was one of the biggest blessings in my life. The positive things that came out of, I'm so excited to talk to you guys about because it's connected to you all. I have always made excuses and always tried to, you know, make excuses for certain behaviors or downplayed um, toxic behaviors that I've seen in varying workplaces that, let's be honest, were co-signed by management, right? Because behavior just kept repeating itself in varying forms because it was never properly handled. Right. I decided to make a change and I left a full-time job. And as you know, and military spouses out here may be thinking about it. You're like, Oh my gosh, you had a full-time job though. Why would you leave it? And people may be thinking, were you nervous? Are, can you handle the financial loss? Like, how did you make it happen? And now that I'm actually thinking about it, the recording of career changes with Dr. Lena Harbine was actually happening in the midst of this. And it was such a calming sense of peace for me because 
it helped me calmly and professionally find my, find my exit, which I needed. But here's the great part that happened during this dark period. So I got to brag on the amazing Mimosa staff here during that time. Brandy, who is our behind the scenes, does all the uh, marketing and branding for the Good Morning Mimosa podcast. She called and asked if we had a draft obituary for our loss, which we didn't. And she was, she drafted one for us. She drafted a statement of suspended operation for uh, the family business. She crafted social media messaging for our families to notify additional friends and family on social media platforms. She also created documents that were used to capture some of the favorite memories and experiences for anyone who came to pay their respects at the services. None of this was asked. She called and said, what can I do to help? How can I be supportive? Now, Haley, who is our behind the scenes audio editor, she jumped right in as well. She asked, how could I help? We thought as a family, a memorial video would be nice. Uh, so she, we provided pictures and she backed up and made a PowerPoint with photos to music that we all listened to on family road trips together. Whatever I asked her, she was like, of course I can do that. She got back to me instantly and said, Hey, I cleared everything the rest of the week. So I can do as many edits as necessary to ensure we do justice. Now, as you all may know, starting your small business, you, you don't make a ton of money and literally of the three of us, only one is paid and not that much. And here are at the time, part-timers that all got together and dreamed of the Brave Bear and the Good Morning Mimosas community that was always meant to be a happy place where you could have positivity support and just be the spot of joy. And I got to say, not just as an owner and dreamer of this business, but as a firsthand witness to the greatness of what the Mimosa community can do. When I was down and my family needed love and needed support, my daily grind was callous and without support. The Mimosas here the Mimosa staff making this podcast happen, they carried me. They literally brought so much joy and a sense of calm through a very turbulent storm. They were just there. And if that isn't a sign of where you're meant to be, when you think back on that, that time period in life, it was a no brainer. Circling back to kind of leaving that full-time daily grind that I had, you know, and people who question like, oh, were you nervous? Were you scared? The answer is no. When life happens and it will happen right in its own varying forms and you are at a crossroads and you have to reflect back on it, the character shines through, whether it's the people, the place, the organization, it shines through in your hardest times. It's when you see what aspects of life align with your goals and values that really make it a no-brainer where you need to go next or what you need to do next. For me, that was easy. Good morning, Mimosas is now my full-time job, and I couldn't be more proud of my team here. Brandy and Haley 
are not just coworkers. They are absolute gems that I'm privileged to be around. So mimosas, not only can you sit here today and and listen to this and think, oh man, I'm supporting a new podcast. This is cool. You are supporting some incredible women who are just the most genuine and kind and not just say the good morning mimosa taglines. They truthfully live it out. And I can't thank you enough for being here. And I hope that you guys have that same support wherever you currently are in your life, in your work situation. And if you work along someone who is in need of support in the workplace, don't hesitate. Step in and do all you can to take care of them. I promise you, they will literally think back on it and cherish you for the rest of their life. If you're going through a shadow and are in need of support, you will experience one of two of the scenarios we discussed today. I pray that you all experience the latter because there is no greater employment experience than when you as a person is cared for. If it is the former, well, you know what to do. Be brave and be strong in your convictions. Again, thinking back on, uh, you know, that episode about career changes, you know, at the time it was a planned episode that I just thought was a fascinating subject about, you know, Dr. Lane Harpine's life and, and how he changed and how the priorities changed and, and, you know, the path he's ended up on and how positive of a thing it can be. And little did I know that when we would, you know, be writing and recording it, that it was actually the episode that I personally needed the most at the time when I needed that sense of calm in turbulent waves. So please feel free to listen to that episode and follow the five steps of change if that's where you're at. I certainly decided to take the leap of faith and I couldn't be more excited, more motivated, and just joyous. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, we will do the best we can to um, get you the resources so you can make the best decision for your family. Mimosas, before we come back to our quote of the day, I would like to just let you know that when you have that moment and you're wondering, is it just me or you feel, hey, this isn't fair. This is stressful. This isn't right listen to that inside voice. You are not alone. Your instincts are right. Don't ignore the red flags and make excuses. You're worth so much more. So circling back to that quote by Amy Poehler, find a group of people who challenge and inspire you. Spend a lot of time with them and it will change your life. And mimosas for me, that's right here at the mimosa staff. And that's all of you listening on here. Thank you so much for making this community come to life and being such a positive force of change. You, you all have inspired me and provided me hope. So I hope in turn, you're getting a little bit of that today. If you're in a positive workplace that is changing your life, please tell us what makes it so grand. 
we'd love to share it and maybe take on some more of those awesome aspects that they have going on. And if you're in need of a change, please feel free to share it in the Momosa community so we can cheer you on. If you don't already do so, please follow us on Instagram at Good Morning Mimosas, our website at thebravebear.com slash GMM, or shoot us an email at goodmorningmimosas.podcast at gmail.com. You literally never know what a like or share will do. So please feel free to share it with your friends, family, or anyone else who could use a spark of joy on Wednesday mornings. We would love your feedback. So please leave us a review on whatever platform you're currently listening to us on. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy. Cheers, mimosas.